AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Okay, I'm probably like you and you probably like me where the words I'm about to teach you right now for the most of your life were useless, meaningless, and pointless. They didn't affect you in any way. Or you didn't understand how it affected you in any way. And then when people tried to explain it to you, they would explain it to you by using other terms that don't make no sense. Talking about some puka shells and the cost of tulips and iron in the Dutch empire. Like, what is you talking about? I've been very transparent about my struggles with understanding the things I'm going to teach you in the area of, of discipline that we about to talk about, because it's just not how we thought about things. This is another How Much A Dollar Cost episode. We're gonna talk about some economics. And again, just like politics, once someone gives you a different vocabulary about it, I'm pretty sure you'll be able to follow and understand exactly what's going on. So what we're going to talk about today is the Von Dutch hats and Choco Tacos. Hood politics, how much a dollar costs. So here, how much a dollar costs? Listen, news sent shockwaves through all of our wonderful memories of childhood when we saw that recently the Klondike company decided to discontinue the Choco Taco. Now, there is a very objective understanding of what is the best things to get from an ice cream truck. The drumsticks, maybe a push pop. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't have a lot of money, you know what I mean? Because they, they was a lot cheaper. Um, but the Choco Taco, this was a coveted piece of, of treats. We were heartbroken to hear that this thing was going away. And depending on the quality of the ice cream truck, I think I've told you this before, a lot of times some of them ice cream trucks be hella dusty and ain't got a lot in there because they really not ice cream trucks. They're covers for drugs. Like this, this is a drug dealer. So he doesn't really take care of his ice cream. 
And then there's those that are like, you know, really, you know, running an amazing business. And when you hear that song coming down the street, you knew it was go time. And if you was balling out, you know what I'm saying? You get a couple things. Nihilators, which I was a full grown adult before I realized they were called now and laters. But the Choco Taco is a very important part of our childhood. Now, as a side note, one could argue that all we're actually remembering about the taste is our memories, is the time of life we were in. It just reminds us of a time of innocence. Were they that delicious? I don't know because I can't remember the last time I had one, which is the point I'm trying to make. Everybody that was so outraged about the discontinuing of Choco Tacos. Oh my God, it's so sad. You know, it's the end of an era. It's like, when the last time you bought one? The, the demand is gone. We was in a whole pandemic. Was you sending your kids to the ice cream truck? How many of y'all live in communities that still have ice cream trucks? Mine does, because I live in Boyle Heights. We, I still kind of live in a hood. So we got one. We got a Choro man. We got a Baladero man. We got an Elote man. You know what I'm saying? Like we got all these. There's a Tamale lady. You feel me? Like I just, this is just the experience in Latino communities is you get to have these things still coming down your street. I bet you ain't. When the last time you seen an ice cream truck? I wait. When the last time you bought a Choco Taco? No, y'all went and got Froyo. You feel me? Y'all was looking for, you know, gluten-free and dairy-free options. So you don't even remember the last time you bought them. So why would they keep producing these things if it ain't making no money? Now, on the other side of that thought, I thought to myself, you know what? I've never purchased a Klondike bar. It's strange to me. This is probably just uh, by my location culturally. It's strange to me that the Klondike bar has continued, but the Choco Taco has not. And that's probably because you can get a Klondike bar at a grocery store. I just don't remember ever buying one. I didn't even know Klondike made Choco Tacos. The thought never crossed my mind that these treats came from a company. I just never thought about it. Just like you. But since they do, you got all the supply and no demand. So when you got a whole lot of supply, meaning we got all these Choco Tacos just sitting here melting and ain't nobody buying them, your first thought is like, well, maybe let's lower the price. That's like, you know, when you see end of the year sales, clearance, it's just like, I just got all this stuff, don't nobody want, all the last year's fashions, don't nobody want them. But I got I got to get rid of them. So you try to lower the cost. What that is, is the idea, again, of supply and demand. I got all this supply, ain't got no demand. So you lower the price. But you can't lower it to zero. So you like, I guess I'll stop making it. But what if you don't want to stop making it? What if you like, well, you know, they nostalgic. So one one solution could be maybe, you know, you put them in the grocery stores, you put them next to the Klondike bar and you charge twice as much for the Klondike bar. And then somebody goes, well, dang, it's the same company, man. It's, you know, maybe. Man, I'm good. That costs too much. I'll get this other one. It's one way to solve it. You know, you're just trying to figure out how to off your product. Now, is that a good idea? Because now you're killing the sales of your other product. Like, I don't, or you just be like, cut your losses, get out the game. It's done. I let y'all, I let y'all cry over it. And maybe y'all crying over it will start raising the demand again. Which is dope because I got a big supply. But who knows? Who understands that? What if one day, you know, you decide to discontinue it and then, some guy, some TikToker, you know, with three trillion followers, says he wants to go get a Choco Taco, says she want to go get a Choco Taco, and she go do one. All of a sudden, at least for that last little blip, all of a sudden, they everywhere. 
Now you got a high demand out of nowhere. But what if the demand is so high you can't meet its requirements? Now you got a high demand and a rather low supply. Well, how you control that? Well, your price goes up. You get all fat Joe on us. Yesterday's price ain't today's price. Last year, they didn't want me. Now I'm hot. They all on me. Get some Mike Jones. Y'all all on me now. I can charge. I can charge more now. One, I could charge more now because you demanding it. And two, because. Well, dang, I don't have a lot of them. I can't just off them right now. Then it's like, well, we got to be able to make more. So I got to raise prices so I can make more. And not only making more, not only raising the price, it's like, well, kids got a lot more money these days. You know, I mean, it's like this. There's a lot of dollars circulating. So if I charge too low, y'all not going to value it. You know what I'm saying? So like, yo, 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 I need your dollar to do a little more work. And since your dollar not doing a little more work, if I look at, you know, when they was like, yo, when Choco Taco was hot, they was only, they was 50 cent. They was a dollar. You feel me? But you looking across the table now at them Froyo fools, they charging $4. And you like, hold up. If I'm going to compete with them, apparently y'all got it. So I'm going to start, well, I'm going to charge what they charging. Because y'all got it. Yeah, y'all got the foe, right? You know what I'm saying? But they were saying, well, well, $4 used to get me, that gives me the cup, the toppings, the ice cream, the spoons. You know what I'm saying? Just give me all kind of stuff. The, the $4 go a little further over there at the Froyo spot. So you like, oh, oh, oh my dollar, yo. So for me to make, you the Choco Taco, for me to make what they make at the Froyo spot, as far as profits, I have to charge five. Oh, 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 that's that's kind of crazy. And also, you know, ice cream and the chocolate it costs a little more than y'all, cause y'all, you know, the froyo they got the vats. You feel me? They got the kegs. We ain't got no kegs. We gotta make them individually. That's gonna cost me a little more. So maybe I gotta charge six. And you, the kids, going well. Let me get this straight. I'm paying more and getting less. That. And I or it's like, yo, I bought this thing yesterday. It was five dollars. Today is six. Like, are you are y'all playing games with me right now? Well, no, this is how the economy works. We are talking about. Inflation. And recession. This is what we're going to learn about today. Inflation and recession. I mentioned the Von Dutch trucker hat because at one point that thing was so on fire. Now, listen, it was hideous to me. I was never into the Von Dutch, the true religion, the, you know, rhinestone jeans, you know, none of that. I thought them fools look ridiculous. I'm like, that's a trucker hat with a patch on it that costs too much. I just, it wasn't my thing, but it was the hottest thing in the world. Right. And then all of the sudden. It got so hot that it became corny. The price was so high. Right. It was so ubiquitous. It was so everywhere that it just seemed like it was going to be on top of the world forever. And then it wasn't. You find it at a thrift store for five dollars. If you weren't at some point, culture changed and it became a joke. To wear that outfit out of nowhere. I mean, at least from a consumer standpoint, it just got so played that you was like, I'm done with this. So with the Choco Taco, we just kind of grew out of it. It just the market moved on. That's a little more predictable. With the Von Dutch hat, it just seemed like overnight, just the we decided, all right, this is washed. Okay, y'all doing too much. What I'm trying to say is like. In understanding any economic model, there is a wild X factor called humans that you just can't. You, listen, 
I don't care what your models say. And this to me was why economics was always so hard. I don't care what your little models say. I don't care. Like, it's really hard to predict where culture going to go. You can look at huge trends. Like if, if, the, if your lens is wide enough, you could do it. But some stuff just defy all models. It's just how people be. We just decided Von Dutch was corny. I, we just did. So while you were stocking up for the next fall season, you woke up one day and was just like, ain't nobody buying this. I just what do you got to do? You got to lower your price. Hopefully. Got to look. You can't you just can't predict humans. Now, let's get into the specifics, nuts and bolts and some history about like what America has tried to do to control this stuff. Let's take a break. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. So terms all over the all over the news right now, inflation, recession, all these different things. Like I said, like they didn't really mean nothing to me until I really uh, was able to get my brain around what you're trying to say. Because, again, you grew up like I grew up like we never had enough money. You You just always made it work. Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to not get gas? We're going to not go to work. What are we going to not eat? Though sometimes we didn't eat or we just. Like, you know, one of the thing, one of the triggering things for black people in the hood is spaghetti because it'll last forever and it feeds up people. You So you be eating spaghetti like four and five nights a week because you make one pot and it feeds so many and it fills you and it lasts forever. You know what I'm saying? So even if the money was short, even if the money was funny, you get it how you live in. You just go figure out other things. You know what I'm saying? So you telling me like, oh man, the market's doing this and the stock market and the Dow Jones. I'm like, what? I, that don't, my life is not any, any different in any way. You have to pay the bills. You know what I'm saying? And uh, there was, again, there was never enough. So I like, we were never comfortable. I mean, we were comfortable enough. But like my grandma used to say and my mom used to say, there by the grace of God go I. 
which basically means we don't know where this stuff is coming from. I don't know why it's working. It just does, you know. But uh, what does any of this stuff mean? And why do we need to care about it? So definition time. Inflation is when the price of an item rises not just because of cost of living, but it's just going up, which another way to say things cost more now is to say is to say that my dollar doesn't get me enough. They call it buying power. It's the it's two ways to say the same thing. Three dollars used to be able to get me a Costco slice of pizza. And I don't know if you saw that that uh that video going around where they saw the dude climb up and change the price from $2 to $3 or, or $3 to $4, or whatever case maybe you were watching him change the price. It's the same pizza. We not making more. You not raising minimum wage. So what cost me $2 yesterday is going to cost me $4 today. That's called inflation. Why does that happen? It depends on who you ask. And this is where it get political because some would say, well, it's it's government intervention. It's when you pump too much money into the to the system. Remember, remember we talked about that where I was like, I, you know, again, money made up. So it didn't make no sense to me. I'm like, if we in debt, just print more money. Since we get to, since we made it up, you telling me the government owe four trillion dollars? Okay, go to the machine right now and make four trillion. Right. But when you do that, that means again, the value of the dollar is gone. Cause it ceases to mean anything. You got you to gotta keep the amount in circulation little. It's just like you and your little Pokemon cards. If you catch a rare Pokemon, it's worth more because it ain't that many of them. You know what I'm saying? But you can find a Charizard anywhere. So a Charizard card, I mean, they, there's a million of them. They don't, it don't, you, you feel me? So it's like it don't, the value of that card, it ain't got no weight. So you can't just print money because the money loses its weight then, right? But some would say that's the cause of inflation. We just printed money. So that means the money don't mean nothing. So that means I got to, you got all these people with all this cash. Y'all buying up all my supply, right? So you got a high demand and a low supply. Y'all got all this money. Y'all got all this money you want to spend. You got all this, this stuff you want, this high demand, but we can't make it. We ain't got enough. And you just got money. There's just money everywhere. So, okay, it's a Brazilian dollars. When I used to teach, actually, you know what? I got this from my 11th grade English teacher. He used to say, your assignment's worth 100 points. We'd be like, dang, that's crazy. Then he would, be, he would say, this essay you got to write is worth 10,000 points. I would be like, oh my God, man. You would, and we would freak out. And he would go, dude, it's just, he told me one day, I remember, because I was like, he was a real cool teacher. He's part of what got me into like sociology, cultural studies. He's one of, the, one of the reasons why I actually wanted to study like multicultural, like intercultural studies. But he said, uh, because it's just a decimal. He's like, 10 points is 100 points is 1,000 points. You're just moving the decimal. I just do that to freak y'all out. This man was using inflation to scare us. <laughs> because it, it, he's right. He's like, I mean, I can make this thing worth 10 points and you get a 9.5. Or I can make it worth 100 points and you get a 95. It's just, they're just decimals. I was like, dang, that you're, you're smarter than me. I remember my 11th grade. So I started doing that in my classroom too. I was like, but I did it the other way around. I was like, your homework's worth 10 points. Like, that's it? I'm like, yeah, it's just a decimal. I don't want to do the math. You know? <laughs> anyway, as a side note for any of you uh, math teachers out there, one guy that used to work with me, he made all of his tests, like the answer key, all of his tests were were. 10 questions or 10 math problems. And the answers, if you did one through 10, was a phone number he had memorized. So if 
you the phone number is like 562 which is la area code so like 562-219 i'm making up this number 562-219-3429 every answer of the 10 questions would be the first answer is five the second answer is six so he would be able to grade them real fast by just being like nope that's not the phone number nope that's not the phone number nope that's not the phone number brilliant i didn't i didn't teach math for a long time i taught it for a little bit and when i did that's that's what i did Cut your grade in half. Anyway, I don't know what percentage of y'all are teachers, but uh, it's a great hack. So inflation is something we all understand because it simply just means the prices is going up. It's inflating. My, I, I got to make, I got a too much month at the end of my money. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the, we, we check the check out this mug. But what's so unique about inflation is the fact that, like, this same check last month was fine. We were fine. This month, we not. And I, ain't, I haven't made any extra purchases. It's just everything costs more. I was literally at the ice cream truck yesterday. The Choco Taco was a buck fifty. What the hell it doing $3 today? What changed? <laughs> it's just the, the price has gone to, and, 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 and look, I don't care how staunch of a conservative, libertarian, whatever, whatever your political stance is, at some point, when something costs too much, all over the board, you want somebody to do something. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, government intervention is something. Because you can either blame that person, oh, you know, you know, this, this president, he's messing up all of our prices. I'm like, well, okay, is he? You know what I mean? Well, what you want him to do about it? Well, I think the government should stay out of our affairs. Okay, well, then I won't do nothing yet. Well, it's the government's fault that this, okay, well, I'll do something. Well, you need to stay. It's like, dog, you can't win. You know what I'm saying? Because whether you Keynesian or Smithian or, or small government or big government, when something costs too much, when we can't afford to just live as a, as a whole, because again, like I said, where I came from, we never had enough. We <laughs> just figured it out. Now, some others would say that the reason for inflation has to do with the global economy, the supply chain. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, if something costs me more, I have to pass that price down. You know what I'm saying? Whether okay, so then then we talk about like taxes on stuff, like tariffs, like uh, you know, our own cost of living. You know that I want to pay my workers well. You know, all these all these other things, like you know, this whole chip shortage. You you feel me? This uh, the war in in Russia. You know what I'm saying? Like all these other things, or just straight up good old fashioned American corporate greed. I'm charging this because you'll pay it. Cause you got to pay it. That's one thing. Like that's what's so crazy about like gas. You know what I'm saying? Like crude oil. It's like, well, what you gonna not use it? You like you you gotta you gotta pay it. What you want me to say? So there, it some of it might just be that. But at some point or another, whether we can agree on how we got here and how we don't, and here's here's a newsflash: we don't agree. We actually don't really know how it worked. Because people are the X factor. We still got to figure out what to do. But when it comes to the government, though, you want somebody to do something. And if this person is supposed to be in power, this person is supposed to be in charge, you're supposed to do something. Right? Everybody hate government till you can't afford your rent. You feel me? Now it's a hey, big head. You know what I'm saying? So over the years, we've tried many different ways to try to, as a nation, as a total economy, bring the price of stuff down, which in some senses, it's like, I kind of never understood, like, why that was necessary in the sense that if something costs too much, we just won't buy it. And if we don't buy it, then you got to lower the price because that's one of the like, and now this is a very, again, like I said before, people are X factors and there are some things that you can't skimp on, but there's other things that you can, that you can. It's like, we ain't buy the name brand cereal cause they cost too much. When the price went down, when it was on sale, we bought it. 
It was just it, it was just still silly to me. So I think there's one things with like business to where it's like you can charge what people will pay. You know what I'm saying? But check this out though. This is where it get crazy because the same amount for two different things. Because people are so interesting. Like if you say to yourself, okay, I'll buy this toast. You know what I'm saying with bean sprouts and avocado on it for ten dollars because it's good. But if there was a an app on my phone that said, hey, we'll remove all the ads for ten dollars. I'm like, is you crazy? Ten dollars for an app? What? It's the same amount of money. But I have I, there's a perceived value I have for this avo toast. I'm not dragging avo toast. Avocado is amazing. It's just, you know. Toast when it's done right is amazing. If you can make a good one, you know, do a little fried egg on it, do a little loco moco. You understand what I'm saying? It's bomb to me. I'll pay ten dollars for that. But you know what? I ain't gonna pay ten dollars for is like a, a a like a value meal at like a restaurant at like a fast food joint. I'm like that's too much. It's so crazy. There's more food with that. I just don't believe. That that is worth my $10. I can't explain it. That's just how people are. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. So we've tried many ways to keep inflation from going crazy, right? And some would say, you know, the the purists are just like, you know, laissez-faire, let the buyer beware. Like the economy will fix itself. People ain't crazy, right? Uh, it just doesn't. That's just not what happens. So Reese, I don't, I don't get it. It just don't, right? Because of a lot of things, really. I'm being silly, but like, because of a lot of things, you know, sometimes it's um racism sometimes it's greed and uh, you know maybe if you give me a couple cocktails in i'll draw that line for you but like that's that's not what we're trying to learn right now let's let's not overcomplicate things because it's already hard to understand so one way to do that and we actually tried this like post world war ii you know what i'm saying where we agreed there was even a whole like straight up uh government office that was all about price control that the government set a price for something 
and it was like outlawed, illegal, you get fined to raise your price past a certain threshold because of cost of living. They're like, look, this is the money we got. You feel me? If I'm going to feed my family based on what average wages are, you can't go higher than that. Because that's like, and who wouldn't want the idea of knowing for a fact that this corporation, you know, this company can't price gouge me. Now, the only way for that to work is you have to add rations to that, which is what we did as a nation. I don't know if you noticed, but like rations meaning like, okay, check this out. Like if we saying egg, a carton of eggs, you can't charge more than $3 for a carton of eggs. Fools will go in there and be like, give me 20 cartons of eggs. <laughs> now they all gone. And then, you know what I'm going to do? Like anybody else would do, I'm going to buy the whole stack of them and sell them out the garage. Because I'm not a corporation. Right? And I can sell them for $5. Because there ain't none at the store. That's what anyone who got any sense would do. Right? So they said, okay, nah, you're not allowed to do that. You can only get so many cartons, you know what I'm saying, per household. Yeah, they had what's called a ration card. I, don't, yeah, I know, y'all, yeah, this was in America. Like, we did this. And it was, to again, to make sure that the prices, that, that, that the dollar still gets you, and we were trying to, trying to control the prices, right? And when you run out, you run out. Now, everybody liked that except for the, the business people. Because they was like, yo. Wait, hold up. How am I going to compete with the store next door? If I can't fluctuate my prices here. Not only that, you telling me it's like, say, for example, you know, you got a, you got a, you got a gig where you need to, uh, for your business, you got to get these certain like three-fourth inch nails. And these three-fourth inch nails are out of stock because of these rations. I'm now out of business. I mean, there's nothing I can... So if I'm out of business, fam, I just fired all these people. Now there's unemployment. So you trying to keep the prices low. How low is zero? Because nobody working. Because you won't let me make no profit. That's what they was arguing. Because check this out. Here's where the other side of inflation happens. And this is why it's always a tug of war, because to bring down inflation, you got to create a recession. What? Yes. Unemployment. Because look it. If the employment is low, I don't care what you charge. I ain't got the money for it. And if I ain't got the money for it, then guess what happens? The supply grows and the demand shrinks. You, you see that an inflation is when the demand's high, but the supply's low. A recession is when the supply is high, but the demand is low. I can't get it because I ain't got it. So what happens if you can't sell no product? You try to do what the Choco Taco do. You lower the price. Because if I lower the price. Maybe y'all will start buying it again. But I mean, if you as American as I am, would could you honestly imagine America actually trying to put some sort of government agency for prices? Like, is you serious? You really think that's going to ride? Absolutely not, because it didn't, because they just like us. Right. So it ain't right. You know, uh, Nixon tried to do it again, except. When he did it, y'all know, y'all remember all them pictures of the 70s of people siphoning gas. My, my daddy used to talk about that. You go in there, go to the gas station, suck the mug out, spit it out real quick, and try to get some gas because gas costs too much. It was running big old lines down into me because, listen, there was, it, it, look it, the demand was high, supply was low. So it costs too much. Inflation out the window. So what he tried to do was say, okay, for the next 98 days, nobody raised their prices. I'm going to trust y'all to be cool about it. The problem is what's going to happen is what we would do with the eggs because he didn't put no rations in place, which is like, oh, you telling me, okay, so, so carne asada is $2 a pound. 
Can't go higher than $2 a pound. Okay. Give me a hundred pounds of it and I'm going to sell it and I'm going to sell it out to Trump. I know it's weird to sell carne inside out the trunk, but you just put ice in the trunk. And if it ain't none over there, <laughs> what you going to do? You know, the kid, like we said, the kid, I did that a long time ago. The kid that had the backpack full of candy at school, he charged whatever you want. What you going to do? Where you going to get? I'm your only option. Charge what I want. You got to clean this act. Listen, all of y'all trying to, this is StockX. This is you trying to buy sneakers. That's how, that's how, that's how it works. This you trying to get concert tickets. A third party bought, up, bought the whole arena and selling to you what they want to sell because you can't get it nowhere else. It's the American way. Sucks, right? But the more modern way people try to fix it, and this is where it gets real crazy, where I was like, I don't know what y'all talking. This is where I usually check out, but don't check out with me. Matter of fact, I'm going to give y'all a break real quick. Then you start talking about the feds and interest rates. And usually I'm like, okay, but I don't understand what you're talking about. Like what that got to do with anything. This is how it works. Prices go super high because of inflation, right? High demand, low supply for whatever reason. We all need the stuff. This is what's happening. So to bring that demand down this is what the feds do. They raise interest rates. What does that mean? So remember I told you like uh, interest is very simple. You got to pay me to let you use my money. I'm not just going, it's not going to be just a, a one-to-one -one exchange. Like I'm offering a service. So $100 is going to cost you 5%, right? You know what 5% of $100 is. Go ahead and do the math. You got it? It's five bucks, right? So, uh, cool. Um, if it's if you pay it off right then, but remember, compound or like it's five percent every time you pay the bill. Anyway, I don't want to get into that. So, you would raise the interest rates, and what do you do for who? Who's going to get loans? People buying houses, so people got money. People buying houses, people owning businesses. You know what I'm saying? People trying to do that. So, so, so. The idea was this, if we shoot the price of interest up, right? Where it's like, I can't afford to, I can't afford to go get no loan. Whether you a home or a business, the price gonna get so high, like we said before, that you like, uh, I'm good. I can't go get a new one. And not only that, the bills I got now on my business, you just shot my interest up. So that means nobody's going to get the loans because ain't nobody got money for it. So in theory, that's going to make everyone else across the economy now have to lower their prices because nobody's spending anymore because it costs too much. Right? Well, the problem is if businesses are doing this, if they bills go up, they can't afford to pay people what they was paying them. You understand? You can't afford to even keep the same amount of employees. So what happens is gross unemployment. And then when unemployment happens, like we said, you get a recession. We ain't got the bread. And the hope is when you have that, the idea is that you're, it's like it's a balancing act. It's like inflation goes so crazy. Oh, we better raise the interest rates to make everybody drop their prices. And then now people are spending again because it's like, well, yo, I can afford it again. 
It's the sweet cereal. Like, the price went down. I'm cool. But if the demand's gone, you got to be a Choco Taco. You're like, well, I mean, nobody's buying it at all. So what are we doing? There's zero demand. <laughs> right? Because I got this high supply, no demand. Right? So the, whole, the goal is to try to pull levers like this. Now, this is what you listen into is Reaganomics. This, this is Reagan. That's what he did. That's, what, that's the 80s. And people claim, which is the craziest part to me, because we came out of the 80s after two courses as a nation, after two terms of, of Reagan. We came out into this 90s economic boom where the nation was just bawling. And they were saying it's because, well, because Reaganomics worked. But I'm like, unless you black or brown, because the 80s, I remember, was vast unemployment. Fools couldn't find no jobs. Why do you think we, why you think we were selling drugs? We, there was, were no jobs nowhere. You couldn't go get a job. And if you did, it paid nothing. Because of this thing you telling me fix the economy. You know, this, again, this why economics ain't make no sense to me. Because I'm like, you telling me this is a success? I don't, I don't understand. Oh, well, you know, the prices of things went down, you know. And they thing was like, yo, you just got to sweat it out. Sweat it out, tough it up, make it work. Remember I told you I was raised in a way that it was like, well, there was never enough. That's because I'm a child. I'm an I'm a 80s baby and a child of the 90s. I was in this. This is my time. There was never enough. You know what I'm saying? He had this idea that like, okay, so we raise this interest rate. I, I, I lower the taxes of these businesses. And eventually that money is going to come down. And you're going to be able to hire more people. People going to get new jobs. You know, what happened though is people was people. That's, this was supposed to be called trickle down economics, meaning keep the prices low, let the government stay out of it, cut y'all taxes so that these companies now have more, more, more buying power, more spending power. That means you can hire more people. You can expand. You could get new jobs. So then eventually that tax break is going to get down to the people. Guess what happened? The tax break stayed at the top. They just pocketed it. So it didn't, it never trickled down. Is the point, at least to us. I can't talk about nobody else's community, but I know in my community, they didn't change nothing. You know what I'm saying? But it convinced the nation that that's how you fix inflation and recessions. Is you give a little bit of recession and it fix the inflation. Just, just, you know, teeter-totter, tit for tat. You, you feel me? Keep the scales balanced. So, Von Dutch Choco Tacos. It's all about supply and demand. And there are things that we may not necessarily understand as to why we demand certain things. But if the supply is low and the demand is high, you can charge whatever you want. And why the supply is low can vary, right? But either way, the prices go up without us making any more money than we normally do. That is called inflation. And the recession that everybody is talking about is when the prices drop so low that no business is really making money because nobody can actually buy the stuff because the recession caused unemployment. Kind of feels like it's, it's a never-ending sort of teeter-totter, don't it? Yeah, no. What are you going to do? I honestly don't know. <laughs> Politics. Yeah, this here thing was recorded by me, Propaganda, in East Los Boyle Heights, Los Angeles, California. This mug was mixed, edited, mastered, and scored 
by Matt Osowski. I can totally say his name, guys. It was it was a shtick. He's going by Matt now again because he got into some legal situations with the name Headlights. Y'all know Common used to be called Common Sense. Y'all know Tip. T.I. was Tip. Sometimes it happens. Executive produced by the one and only Sophie Lichterman for Cool Zone Media. And the theme music by the one and only Gold Tips, Gold Tips, DJ Sean P. So y'all just remember, listen, every time you check in, if you understand city living, you understand politics. We'll see y'all next week. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.